0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Proverbs 31 verse 10. The Bible says who can find a virtuous woman? That's a question or a virtuous woman who can find. So there are many women in town, but a virtuous woman is very rare. That's what the Bible says. For her price is far above that means she is priceless. You can't get her for a price. And the Bible starts to give the reason shortly after that the heart of her husband doth simply trust in her, so that it shall never need of spoil. No shall have no need no of, of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She's not going to harm him. She's not going to wound him. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hand. She's like the merchant sheep. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also white as yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her, her maidens. That means she doesn't maltreat housemates. <laughs> She considers a field. She buys it with the fruit of her hands and she plants a vineyard. She's so blessed that she's investing by herself. She earns money by herself. She does not depend on a man for money. Mm. She gathered her lands with strength and strengthened her arms. She perceived that her merchandise is good and her candle goeth not out by knife. She laid her hands on the spindle and her hand, very skillful woman, she stretches out, out her hand to the poor. She reaches for her hand to the needy, a giver. She's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with caliph. She maketh herself covering of tapestry, her clothing is sick and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he's seated among the elders of the land. This talks about places of authority, places of influence. Now, interestingly, um, it's the other way around that you get to see many times. People get to know the woman because of the man. So here is the wife of the governor. Here is the first lady. Here is the wife of the president. But in her own case, they recognize her husband because of her. What a woman. Hallelujah. Her husband is not, she make a fine kneeling. But I'm actually going to verse 26. She opened her mouth with wisdom. And in her tongue is the law of kindness. She opens her mouth with wisdom. Why is this very important? The direction I want to go briefly tonight is to say some of this morning. So something like there is the, this kind of power that God has given to every woman and the reason why there is a man in your life if you are married is to help to uh, channel the power the right way. So when you have a sword, you must have something, they call shield, to put the sword inside. Everything that is very powerful is also well protected. Praise the Lord. So, if you really want to understand what God created when He created a woman, we have to start from the beginning. And when God created Eve, He said that let us, so He made man, and He said, it is not good for man to be alone. So man needs something that will make him become what God has created him to be. But then God says, so I will make a helpmate. help helpmate. helpmate. So someone to stand by her or by him to help him. And that has several implications. You do not ask for help from somebody that is inferior to you. You cannot be a man that is 21 years old and want to lift something and cannot lift it and ask a boy that is three, can you help me lift that thing because I can. That would be absurd. So if you cannot lift something and you need help, you are going to ask somebody that has greater capacity to lift that thing to help you. Am I right? So God was saying something when he said help. But there are so many things to say about this. But for the sake of time, I just want to pick out one thing uh, from that verse 26 that we read that she opened her mouth with wisdom. The reason for that is this, of all the things, of all the endowments, of the grace or graces, everything given to a woman by God, if wisdom is lacking, everything will be in a terrible shape. And I want to give an example of this influence and how if it is applied and only God gives wisdom. Because I'm going to show you from the Bible, the same steps taken by women two times. One backfired seriously and one worked. And when you are a woman and you're about to influence your husband or whoever is around you, if you do not understand the concept I'm about to bring for now, one day you might do good, another day you might do evil. Many times a man you do not know when a woman is warning you, a warning you should be careful of or the one that she's just being a woman talking about things. All men can talk about that, you understand. Because at times, she will suggest something and say something, maybe about your friend, about things, about your work, and you need that advice. At some other times, you ought not to listen to her. How can a woman be right at all times? That's part of what we are looking at. Hallelujah. So, the Bible says, look unto your father Abraham and unto Sarah. (laughs) So, let's learn something from these people. Let's look at the bad part first. I want us to read from Genesis chapter 16. The first example I would have loved to give was Mother Eve herself. What is this thing? I'm sharing this for two reasons. Number one, that every woman might understand what is in them. And number two, that everyone around them, you are a man, even if you are not a man, you are going to marry a woman, understand what grace or what ability God has given to women. You must understand because when you have a woman in your life and you do not appreciate, understand, you cannot comprehend the depth of what God has given them, you cannot benefit. I, supp- I want to assume that Adam did not fully know what the woman was to him and the serpent knew and the serpent took advantage of that. We don't know for how long Adam was alone before God added a woman to him. But we want to speculate that it must have taken some years because he was created as an adult, a man of about 33 years old. That, that, that must have been the age. So that was why Jesus had to die at that age. And when we get to heaven, no matter your age, when you are 70 something, when you get to heaven, you will look like somebody that is 30 something. If you see an angel, every angel looks like somebody that is 30 something years old or there are be between 25 and 33. Everybody's going to look like that, actually. Are you following me? But are you, are, you, are you following me? So Adam was created like that man, that young man in the garden. But we, we are not told in the Bible how long he was alone for before God added the woman to him. But you see, for whatever period he was alone for, remember, he was there with the serpent. They didn't talk to each other. The serpent wanted what Adam had because Adam was the glory of God's creation. But the serpent did not know how to engage Adam. And when the woman came, made the serpent drop, he heard what God said about the woman. And he saw that somehow Adam didn't understand this fully. So he came through the woman, and both the man and the woman, they fell. Now, what I do understand is this. The Bible, when it was talking about in the book of uh, Timothy, the Bible says, Adam was not deceived. So when the serpent was talking to Eve, Adam actually knew that everything the serpent was saying was just a lie. But he had the food, notwithstanding. Why? Everybody say influence. Influence. Say it again. Praise the Lord. And there are stories like that. God said from Adam and Eve, it became um, Esau and Jacob. The father loved Esau. The mother loved Jacob. That's a big lesson. If you are living with people and you are loyal to the man, you are not loyal to the woman, your days are numbered in the house. Some people just don't understand this. If you are living in the marriage, if the marriage is okay and you are living in that house, is a woman. The Potiphar loved Joseph. But he jailed him free of charge when the wife accused him. Joseph was happy that the Potiphar loved him, but he had forgotten that Madame Potiphar should be the one whose loyalty you should win. So Esau loved Isaac loved Esau. Right before Isaac's eyes. Jacob that was loved by the mom got the blessing and there was nothing Esau could do about it. And God has said that the young <laughs> so Esau was supposed to receive the blessing but there was no record of the mom liking Esau. Esau loved the father he was loved by the father and he was enjoying it. But when the time came there was a trick that somebody played. An interesting thing is that God endorsed the trick. Are you following me? Is somebody getting me? This should actually make you to fear women. (laughs) Those who understand spiritual authority, they know what I've just said now. When Elijah, can you imagine one man, he faced 400 prophets of Baal and 450 prophets of Asherah, making 850 prophets, and he called down fire and he asked them to slay all the prophets. But Jezebel just sent the notes your life, if I don't kill you by tomorrow, and the guy ran to Mount Ode for 40 days fasting and prayer, he understood. He could face 850 men, prophets. They were demonic prophets with an anointing from Satan. He wasn't afraid of them. But one angry... <laughs> when he saw the note, he guy ran, <laughs> And he climbed the mountain and he sat there on Ode for 40 days and 40 nights. Solomon had 800 of them... And he had no reason to say, it is better to dwell in a corner of the top of a house than to dwell with a contentious woman. He was speaking from experience. Are you following me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. you you go on and on. I'm just letting you see all through the Bible how God has used. In the time of Joab, a woman was the one that called the, the head of the man against the wall. A woman... They go to... When God spoke the word that um, Jericho will fall... He didn't tell them the details of how Jericho will fall... But when the spies finally made it to Jericho... It was a woman that hid them... She took a risk and she kept them in the ceiling... Against her own people... And when all the wars in Jericho crashed... If Rahab didn't save you... No matter your righteousness... You will die in Jericho... So the spies told him that... Bring your family in... So the family of Rahab, they prostitute. The family survived, not by their righteousness, not by their skill, but because she decided. So everyone that Rahab shot her door against died with the wall. Everybody she opened her door for, came in and they survived. One woman. Are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. David was going to hand over to I mean, Adonijah was already jumping around that was going to be the next king, and David said nothing about it. Until Bathsheba came to David and he said, I did you swear that my son Solomon, I don't know whether he actually swore or not. Because it was the prophet that told him to tell that lie. God forgive old testament, I prophet. He said, come, come. But David could have said something like that before anyway, but the prophet said, I go and say, look, look, Adonijah is jumping around and calling himself king. You and Solomon, you are here wasting your time. If your father, if your husband dies and he becomes a king, he will kill your son. He said, Go and tell the king. Say that. Because David was old that time. His memory was already failing. He said, Say that. You swear that my son Solomon will become king. He said, When you are talking, I will also come in and buttress what you are saying. And the woman went to kneel down. And David said, Now, this same woman who got Solomon the crown, one of the days woke up to Solomon. As now as Solomon sat upon this same Adonijah, Solomon decided to forgive him because. When Solomon became king, he ran into the temple, and he, you know, in those days, he was holding the horn of the temple because they considered the temple a sacred place, they wouldn't want to kill anybody there. So he said, I will not come out until you. Solomon swears to me that he will not kill me. And Solomon said, Go ahead and tell him that if he proved himself a worthy man, he will not die. He said, But if his wickedness is found in him, he was a wise man. I spoke about your words this morning, but I don't want to go into that. Solomon never gave a promise, he just told the guy that, Well, I won't kill you now, but if you prove yourself worthy, you won't die. But if you misbehave, they saw they it, still coming. And the guy was, it so was okay. And Solomon told the king and he came, he bowed. Solomon said, go to your house. And went to his house. And then he told Solomon's mother. That guy understood the power of a woman. He came to be Solomon's mom. He said, you know what? He knew that it was the mom that got the crown for him. He said, you know what? The king married, King David, before he died, married a young girl. But he never slept with the girl. They brought the girl to be, to be his nurse. He said the king is dead, and there was no intercourse between him and the girl. So, can I marry the girl? He had been eyeing the girl when his father was alive. So, and the mother of Solomon says, Is that all you want? She was trying to say, for the sake of peace, okay, you are all of you are uh, I mean you are, you are a prince, you are a prince, is a prince now. Your younger brother is a king now. If all you get to be okay, just a woman that my son is not even interested in. So she walked up Solomon. When she came in, Solomon was in when, when he saw his mom, he got up and bowed to his mom. He said, Mom, what do you want? And the mom said, He says, Solomon. And that's why he said, my son, he said, yes, ma'am. He said, why don't you just give Abishag to your brother, uh, Adonijah? And and Solomon looked at his mom. With that look that Jesus gave me when he said that uh, your mother and your brother are looking for you, I said, mom, why don't you ask him for the kingdom also? Ask for the kingdom for him also. And he said, God, do so. He said, with this request, you have just wasted Adonijah's life, now I'm going to kill him and he called Ezekiel, he said, kill the guy straight now, the same guy that listened to the mom and became king, how did he know, and then how did Bathsheba who offered such a beautiful idea, to make God's plan to come to pass, to make Solomon king shortly after that, made the request that if Solomon granted that request the throne would have been defied everybody say wisdom You getting the picture I'm painting? Praise the Lord. See, this will make every woman to seek God. You are not always right, you are as right as the level of wisdom you display, which will mean if you don't see the wisdom well functioning, don't say anything. If you try to influence people the other way, it will backfire seriously. (laughs) Are you getting the picture I'm painting this morning? So that's example one. Bathsheba. A good decision. A bad decision. So our influence went the right way, then the wrong way. Now Genesis 16. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Are the men getting something from what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. If a wife is close to you, look at her again. Just give her a look. That just a short look, a, a glance. That wait till I marry you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, Sarah, Abraham's wife, bore him no children. She had a handmaid, an Egyptian whose name was Agha. Next verse. And Sarah said to Abraham, Behold, now the Lord, mistake. It was the Lord has restrained me from bearing. I pray, going to my maid. It may be, and Abraham, hearken to the voice of Sarah. That problem. Abraham will never be free from it forever. You know that's why we have a problem in the world today. This one decision. See, in chapter 15, God just spoke to Abraham and made the covenant with him. In that covenant, God stood before Abraham and swore that I am the Almighty, I will give you a son. As that experience ended on the mountain in the night, and he came home, the next thing he saw was Agai saying that, you see, this is, I'm showing you how powerful this can be. Who would have thought that a man, when the night came, Abraham sat this way. And he put three animals and birds and cut them into pieces as a sign of covenant between himself. Then he put something on the other side to represent God. Well, it was the time for the covenant to be consummated. He saw a pillar of fire. That, That must have been the feet of Jehovah. The pillar was walking towards him. So Abraham crossed it and the pillar crossed. He saw a vision. He saw the invisible. That God swore to him that, you won't see my face, but see this fire. So God walked in form of consuming fire to let Abraham know that this covenant is real. A man at that level of encounter of beholding the feet of God some hours back, but got home and the wife removed the chain, deprogrammed the whole thing. <laughs> How could a man that God personally stood before and swore to six hours ago that will give you a son. Your son will inherit this land. And the wife said, God has kept us from giving birth. And he listened to the wife. You won't understand how this works. They said that was what happened to Adam also. It was not deceived, but he had the fruit. And Abraham didn't know. I'm sure he was thinking about God just spoke to me somehow. I saw his feet. Ah, he should have to, But the woman prevailed. And. Abraham slept with that guy, and she gave birth. Now, not only, it, it all started with Sarah herself. That guy showed that pepe. It was that guy that started what you see in African magic now. When will get up and started singing a song, washing plates in the kitchen, I be singing a song to have Sarah. Some people don't have children. I am blessed. I'm fruitful. And then they will say, go and sweep. Oof. Oh! The baby kicked. <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> and Sarah was like, oh my God, what, what is this? Oh, and that went on. But today, this is the greatest problem in the world. This issue. Are you following me? Now, Genesis 21. Let's just fast forward a little. I'm beginning to go, go to the end now. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Sarah gave birth, verse 8. And the child grew, grew and was weighing, and Abraham made a great feast the day this Isaac was weighing. And next verse, and Sarah saw the son of Agar, the Egyptian, which he had born, mocking. So you know, this time around Ishmael was a big boy, a teenager, and he was uh, teasing Isaac, doing something, mocking the guy was trying to walk and everything as a, as a little child. We have for share to Abraham. Cast out this bond woman and her son. For the son of this bond woman shall not be here with my son, even Isaac. Next verse. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's side because of his son. i call that was number one It's number two reason. <laughs> he must have remembered the last time he listened to Sarah, what he led to. Now Sarah just says, Send away Ishmael. No matter what you are as a man, this is still your son. And Abraham looked at Sarah like like that. I should tell them, okay, if you say, I should go for I understand. I should send both the son. You forgot that it's my son. But the next thing that happened shocked Abraham. As he was angry that Sarah, what kind of demon has entered into you that you will tell me to send away a woman and a child? God said to Abraham, let it not be grievous in thy sight. Because, like, because of the bond woman, all in, in all that Sarah has said unto the asking to her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be named. Eh? I'm sure Abraham first thought that that it was devil talking. Because he expected if God would say anything at all, God should come down and say, that, ah, Sarah, you he expected Sarah God to say something, but God shocked him and said, oh, as he was thinking, you are thinking about it, what your wife told you, Go ahead and do. You begin to wonder that did God have special love for Sarah? This was the same Sarah that lied. She laughed and said she didn't laugh. And God said, You laugh. And I said, I didn't laugh. And God just said, But you laughed. And the matter ended there. You remember? The matter just ended there. The Almighty God sat down in people's sitting room. Somebody was lying before God. And said, No, I, I, I mean, laugh. Number one, say you were laughing at God. He said, by this time next year, Sarah will have a son. She started laughing. You know, she was one that made the fool. She was thinking that these people have 30 years have their senses. So, look at what they are saying. That. And she was behind the veil. Nobody heard her. But see, God sees everything. So, when God said to Abraham, why did she laugh? That should have scared her. But she still went ahead to lie. That's another level of... Abraham would have thought. I see. I've been telling you, the way you lie. (laughs) Now, even before God. (laughs) So, (laughs) but you see, God took it. He just said, "But you lied." And matter ended there. I don't know whether God would have let a man go like that if it was a man lying, because when Ananias lied, he died on top of his own money. Are <laughs> You get what I'm saying. But he, he just allowed her to go like that. But, oh dear Lord Jesus. Sarah, Agai. Now, the same Sarah, established the promise to Isaac by getting rid of Ishmael. And when Paul was talking about this later, Paul too endorsed that cast out the bond woman. So, her action, one time was justified, the other, it was condemned the other time. They say woman. Now, that's why the Bible says when a woman crosses to the level of a virtuous woman, she opens her mouth with wisdom. And wisdom is ability to know the difference between good and bad. And I will define that good and bad. So, in 1st King chapter 3, Verse nine, precisely. Second King, First King, First King three, or Second King three. Is it First or Second King? Second King three. This is it Second. First King three. First King three. Verse nine. When Solomon asked for wisdom, I want to show you what exactly he asked for, because the Bible says she opened her mouth with wisdom, and I want to define wisdom from here. Give. So this was the vision when God appeared to Solomon and said, "What do you want?" He said, "Give therefore thy servants an understanding heart to judge thy people." What's the next thing? Shall we do it together? Say it again. The Bible says that the art of a wise man studies times and seasons. So, another definition of wisdom, actually when a woman is so from this, what we are saying so far, knowing what is good from what is bad. Now, when we say what is, what is bad, there are many bad things that you already know they are bad. But in this regard, if Solomon, a priest, could be making this request, That should tell you that good and bad in this regard is deeper than broad definition of good and bad. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is ability to discern in situations like all these examples I've given now. The same women, the examples I get, the same women, the same scenarios, two different reactions and two different results. If Sarah had this operating in her. When Adam came down from the mountain, she wouldn't talk about it. Guy. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 If Bathsheba had this operating in her, she would know the difference between good and bad. That even though I did good yesterday, asking that this guy should marry Abshag is a bad thing. I'm not going to ask. I'm saying this, and this is where i I'm, I'm saying this that. All women, listen to me. The grace has been given to you to have the power of influence. But that power is like what is like live wire. If it is not insulated, that's why they put uh, rubber and wire, it will by fire seriously. This is the reason why, if you are a Christian, the man you are married to is a blessing from God to help you. Some women, in the wisdom of God, you will need somebody to slow you down a little. For some other people you need somebody to drive you in all it's because there is an unusual ability in you but it must be tailored by somebody that's why you are not create you to be the leader in a family you are not inferior to a man but in role playing somebody has to lead and once the role is reversed there will be a problem the cable outside protecting life wire is not more important than the wire but for some reason the wire has to be protected Otherwise, the job of supplying light will lead to the job of killing people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is somebody with me? Are you are you following me? Amen. Praise the Lord. That is what I want to live with women today. This is why pray for wisdom. Pray for revelation. When it is time to say anything, especially as far as your family is concerned. You know, Jesus said, my hour is yet to come, but the mother made him to produce the wine anyway. This will let you know how powerful this power of influence I'm talking about is. Jesus was not joking when he said my hour my hour is yet to come. He wasn't joking. But the question, did he end up turning the water to wine? He did. The mother just said whatever it tells you, and at the end of the day, and you're going to see some of these example. When he said to the Canaanite woman, I don't give children's bread to dog, he was not joking. He said, I am only sent. He defined his mission. And that was one of the two people that so on that day Jesus operated beyond his ministry. Jesus did not minister to anybody except maybe except outside Israel. And he said, and he said, I'm only sent to the Lordship of Israel when the Holy Spirit came upon me my mission is defined when I die, my disciples will carry to the ends of the earth, for now, I am only sent, I am only sent I'm only, he said so, but the woman persisted, and the next she got the miracle, even though she was not qualified for it, Jesus said the bread is for children, not for them, I said no problem at least even if I'm a dog, something can fall to a dog Jesus said, because of this saying of yours how one made him to produce wine before his time one made him to operate beyond his bounds? Women. That must have been, when you saw the one caught in the heart of adultery, he said, woman, I do not... You, you will find that Jesus just refused to rebuke any woman in the Bible. Even the one that... When the woman broke the alabaster, but Jesus said something that, when anytime they are preaching the gospel, what this woman has done will, be, will go around. For majority of the women, they do not even exactly understand what God has put inside them. Because whatever God has put there... It is as you walk with God that you get the knowledge of Him more and more. So you don't actually know for now. You might know a bit of it. But there's so much inside you that you can think of. Mothers of nations are seated here today. But those things are covered with many things. So it begins with a walk from God. But for the sake of today, when the, when, when we do women's conference, I will talk with women. We will crack down all these things. But I'm saying for now that if you are not... Uh, always pray for the spirit of wisdom to guide you, you are going to make a lot of mistakes. So if God wants to help you not to make too many mistakes, that power of influence will be it will be diminished in you. It will be brought down so that you don't kill a generation. Are you with me? Many women who are functioning below capacity would have been so oh oh my oh my god. I mean, if only at a very young people had been praying this, number one, some wouldn't have gone the way they've gone, and but under the sound of my voice, because I'm sharing the word of God with you, there's still an opportunity for everybody. But go home today with the mindset that I, need, I now need to pray for wisdom regularly. And I should check within my spirit. It is not every time I feel like saying something, I should say it. So I must follow that scripture, really. She opened her mouth to wisdom. If I don't sense wisdom operating in me, let me keep my mouth shut. I know that for a woman to keep quiet is a very difficult task. Most likely when Satan wants to destroy a family completely. See, the devil knows very well. Many fathers have walked away from their home and nothing. The home is still intact. You know this, you know too many stories of people brought up by single mothers. How many people have you heard of being brought up by single fathers? It's not very common. There might be some, but it's not very common. Not very common. Mencalce's mom raised them alone. Many people were raised alone by their mom. It changes nothing. When a man departs, and the woman maintains a certain level of discipline in the house, the home will still be moving. But if the woman departs, that family might not be healed again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Under some conditions, God can use sovereignty, so it's not a general rule, but it's a very serious principle. And this is powerful, it's because of what God puts in woman. The more you pray, and then the more humble you are, the more you discover all these things. So if you're a woman here, if your husband also is a man of prayer and he tells you when you are trying to suggest something that no I have the humility to accept it because you might be talking from mother Sarah's perspective and Ishmael is about to be born and the man says no, hallelujah by making a request that Adonijah is about to get back to the throne and the king says no, you have to understand, but I shall pray for wisdom, wisdom will guide you in what to say, hallelujah when you see a woman who presents her word with wisdom and kindness, she's a wonder to behold. Some of the biggest, a male secretary cannot be as efficient as a female secretary. Now I know some men can get angry if they start watching this, with now you are a secretary, you are good, you are wonderful. I'm not I'm saying that. You're, I'm saying generally speaking, when it comes to protecting something, when it comes to loyalty, men are not as loyal as women. Hope you know, if a woman believes in the cause, she will follow it all through. You know the interesting thing in regions where they have killed Christians, they've killed women more than men. Many of them will not change their mind. There are men say the captain that they will run away. <laughs> I remember when UI. Some of you remember. It's a bad story, but I hope the guy is not watching now. It's not in the country. They are married now. And they love each other. So you know they were walking around UI mosque going to in the nights. And they were dating themselves and the girl, and they were gisty, and they were both in our fellowship, enjoying you no know, gisty, moving. And we used to have some courtesies then, used to. So in the night, some of them, I think they brought peace too, and just appeared from nowhere. And the guy left the girl, and before it to him that I left my girlfriend. The girl stood at ground, and they couldn't collect anything from her. So those boys just left. It was now coming. <laughs> <laughs> the, the lady said anything. The look she gave him, the guy came to my doorstep and said, "Heavy back." <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, he was, he Masallah, heavy back. He said I, said, "I said, what did you do? This? I, honestly, I actually thought that <laughs> they, do, they do, cheat on her, what? Because he was begging. He said, Masallah, he's more than cheating. He said, I blew it. I blew it. I blew it. I blew it. <laughs> he said, what? I said, I left her. I ran away. I should, that should be the one. So I just left her there. So after about three hundred minutes I remember, I come." <laughs> Well, she decided to forgive him and they are. (laughs) Hallelujah. Is someone blessed today? Let every woman here lift up your right hand. Say, I'm a woman of virtue. I'm a virtuous woman. In the name of Jesus, when I open my mouth, I speak with wisdom. I want us to rise up. I just want us to pray. Of the power of influence that you are giving and then pray that God will help you always to channel it the right way in the name of Jesus Christ whether you are married or not as a man pray also that God should open your eyes to what I have shared today it is the it will even guide you to tag along with because this will help you in having such a beautiful marriage and maximizing the future of what, what God has put in the woman thank you Lord Jesus let's pray thank you Lord Jesus Oh, there is balm in Gilead. There is an anointing in the house. Very soon I'm going to pray just in in two minutes for all women that are here. If there is any woman in this house that is bleeding, crying inside. Crying inside. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In particular, I'm going to pray right now for women. You are the breadwinner. It's as if things are not really well with your husband financially. The whole burden is on you. I pray for a miracle for you right now. That in the name of Jesus Christ, the God of heaven will visit that family, bless that household, in the name of Jesus Christ. I understand that someone in this category, from experience, lift up your hand, everybody. I want you to help me intercede and pray for these people. Right now, begin to pray. Pray that any woman that is here, that is carrying the burden of the family alone, pray for supply. That in the name of Jesus Christ, right from today and in this month of September we are about stepping into let doors open on every side please pray all utterly we are pleading the case of some people before God this morning that great doors will be open to such women and for their sake the husband will be blessed that the Lord will lift up the man and restore the man whatever is broken down whatever is faulty whatever business is not working whatever job the man has lost We pray for restoration in the name of Jesus. It is God's order that the man should lead. So we pray for restoration. Father, step into such families. Help such men. Lift them up. put them where they belong. In the name of Jesus, everything that the adversary has taken away from them, let there be a supply of those things. Let the remaining months of this year be a year of multiplication for such men with notable testimonies. Let's pray. Notable testimonies. Oh, we will see the result of this prayer. And now you can pray for the woman also. The Bible says the diligent soul shall be made fast. Lord, bless such women. Bless such women who have been a blessing to their family. Expand their course. Enlighten their territories. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. In Jesus' name. I'm going to ask you I have to speak what I've heard in my spirit. If you're a man here and your wife has been the main person pushing the family, this came to when we're praying now. I'm going to give you an instruction. And the instruction is to give a seed. Now, this is what you're going to do. Give to your wife. That's the instruction I received. Give to your wife. Are you, are you with me? No matter how small. A seed, that's why it's a seed. A seed is a seed. Whatever... Either a gift or cash or whatever. Meet your wife. You, you, are, you are here. Your wife has been the one carrying the body. The Lord just whispered to my heart to tell you right now. That take something from you, a seed, and give your wife. I appreciate her for what she do and give. When you do that, the anointing comes from whatever you represent. And you find the blessing working in your life. Okay? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? this is an instruction give to that woman give something to appreciate her and when you do let her pray for you i just see people being i see people being set free you will see how many men will come to this altar and testify i am not talking about just a little opening i'm talking about unusual people will move from this level to seven levels ahead all of you are with we, we've seen it in history many times, so it's not new to us. People who are struggling with 50k now having millions, and some of them are giving millions. So it's not, it's not a, I'm telling you what will happen. Because when the Lord speaks, there is a reason. Hallelujah. He just wants you to appreciate that woman, do something for her, let her pray for you. Hallelujah. And the grace is restored back. You, you are going to get to that position. And please, when she's praying for you, be humble, receive the prayer. I won't tell you what to do, whether you should kneel down or not, but just make sure. Your heart is open and you receive the prayer. Alright? This is very important. This is very, very important. As I've never I received that kind of solution from. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Every woman trusting God for any kind of fruitfulness. Lift up your head whenever you are. I'll just speak in one word, and then I'll, I'll drop the mic after that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit. I stand in the name of Jesus, the head of the church. Anyone here, anything in your life hindering you from walking in the blessing of fruitfulness, I command that impediment to go right now in the name of Jesus. Anything restricting anybody's fruitfulness. Oh man, lift up your hand also. Anything restricting any kind of fruitfulness that God has ordained in any life here, I command such obstacle, go out of the way in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you in the name of the Lord. The yoke is broken. Oh, see people receiving the fruit of the womb. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, I feel the power of God in my I just feel the anointing in my heart. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. All men and women here, I say to you the very word from the beginning please prepare to say aloud, amen. Be fruitful. Amen. Multiply. Amen. Replenish the heart. Subdue and have dominion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus said that "Here is my father glorified that you bring forth much fruit. Your fruitfulness is ordained and established today. Amen everyone here walks out of this place being productive and being fruitful in every good thing you said to, to do in the name of Jesus Christ. Now your ground is fertile in the name of Jesus. Now the blessing of heaven is upon your life in the name of Jesus. Oh we give you praise Lord. The river is flowing in deserts. The wilderness is becoming a fruitful land in the name of jesus christ it's your season of joy it's your season of abundance it's your season of grace in jesus name thank you for listening to the teaching we believe you have been blessed Worship with us at David's Court, number no. 25 Mojidi Street, off Touring Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.